0: we continue to follow the breaking news out of the Middle East, the U.S. is working to identify exactly which militia group carried out a deadly drone attack on a small U.S. outpost in Jordan that killed three U.S. troops and injured more than 30 others. Uh, this happening near the border with Syria and Iraq. And joining me now to talk about this, CNN military analyst and retired U.S. Air Force Colonel uh, Cedric Layton and former Middle East negotiator for the State Department Aaron David Miller. Uh, Colonel, uh, I guess let me go to you first. Your reaction to uh, this deadly attack on U.S. troops. There have been uh, these moments that we've seen over the last several weeks where these Iran-backed militias have been wreaking havoc, have been a, a nuisance uh, to uh, U.S. forces in the region, uh, but obviously this time it's, it's much more serious and it may bring about a U.S. response.
1: Yeah, I think it certainly will, Jim. Good to be with you again. This is a really serious escalation at this point. And uh, what it has done because of the deaths of at least three American service members and the injuries of uh, 30 more, 30 plus uh, soldiers. It uh, is, you know, clearly uh, raising the ante here, and the group that did this, whichever one it was, uh, is clearly asking uh, for a response from the U.S. And what that, of course, means it remains to be seen. But uh, it, you know, one of the key suspects here is probably Kataib Hezbollah, the uh, group in Iraq that is an Iranian main Iranian proxy there. Uh, it could be one of the other Iranian proxies, but it clearly points to a possible escalation in that direction.
0: And and before I go to Aaron, uh, Colonel, just a quick follow-up. Can you tell us more about this outpost known as Tower 22 in Jordan uh, and and the military uh, installations that are located in that general area? This sounds a, a bit of a remote outpost, and I wonder if it raises the question about security at some of these installations where U.S. forces may be vulnerable to this sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it certainly does raise a lot of security questions, and of course, force protection, uh, as we call security in the military, is a key and uh, dominant uh, mission requirement for U.S. forces there. Uh, But this base, Tower 22, is right near the base of Al-Tanf, which is in Syria. So uh, Tower 22 is right on the Jordan-Syria border, but it's also close to the what they call the tri-point, where three countries come together, in this case Syria, Iraq, and Jordan. And because of that, it's in a unique position where it can oversee a lot of the smuggling routes that uh, have been there for thousands of years uh, between all of the different areas uh, within Syria, Jordan, and Iraq. Uh, and it is at a very strategic location, has provided a lot of uh, supplies to al-Tanf, which is the primary base that is in the, this of Syria that has been used against uh, the uh, ISIS forces that we fought against over the last few years.
0: And, Aaron, uh, President Biden has been briefed on the attack. He's released a statement vowing to hold those uh, responsible accountable. We're already seeing calls uh, from Republican lawmakers for a strike inside Iran. As a matter of fact, we talked to Congressman Adam Smith at the top of the hour, and he said that perhaps some uh, sites in Iran should be considered for some sort of proportionate response. What might that do to the situation that obviously has been simmering with a lot of tensions over the last several weeks? I mean, obviously things could get way more escalated if something like that happens.
2: You know, whether we're on the cusp, and thanks for having me, Jim, it's great to yeah. be here, Colonel Layden. Um Whether we're on, the, we're on the cusp of a regional war or not, I don't know, we're f- almost five months in. February 7th will be the fifth month of this war. And, and you're, you're looking at controlled escalation to a large degree across the Israeli-Lebanese border, and even these these attacks in, against uh, American bases and, and uh, troops in Iraq and Syria. I think the administration on this one um, has options that run from bad to worse. And I think there are only, only two options. They're going to respond. The question is, are they going to respond against the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps actual um, forces in Iraq and or Syria? or as Adam Smith suggested, are they going to risk something that uh, this administration, none of its predecessors have done? And that is to strike Iranian assets in Iran proper, which for the Iranians is a self proclaimed red line. Whether or not that proves to be the case, we may actually begin to find out. The other option, of course, is to strike um, fast boats and Iranian naval assets uh, in the Gulf. But the administration, understandably, given the regional hotspots that the uh, Israeli Mamas war has generated has a certain amount of risk aversion in their own responses. I mean, they've responded actually to, what, 160, 170 attacks uh, since October. Um, Maybe uh, a tenth of those we've responded to. I think on this one, however, uh, you're going to see some, you're going to see some fireworks. And I think, um, I still think we're not, this is not going to trip Uh, the U.S. and Iran into a major confrontation, but it certainly raises the stakes.
0: Colonel, what do you think? Can the U.S. hit Iran without hitting inside Iranian territory, as, as Aaron is suggesting, and perhaps strike a balance that sends a message without getting things out of control?
1: I think it's imperative that the U.S. does that, Jim. And you know, as Aaron was pointing out, this is, uh, you know, there are several options here. Most of them are very bad. Uh, but uh, the best option of, of a bad series of choices is going to be to hit something that is very important to the Iranians, but it is not something that is strikes at the core of the regime or at the core of some of their capabilities, but it would serve as a warning to them. Uh, so something like attacking uh, naval assets in the Persian Gulf. Uh, something uh, like that which kind of goes up to the line, uh, but uh, you know they could do that or they could uh, stick with hitting the proxies in either Iraq or Syria. But if there's a hand that is hidden, uh, that is revealed for, let's say, uh, the contact uh, from Tehran that, that perhaps directed this attack, uh, then they have to consider going all that way uh, to send a message to the
0: Iranians. And, Aaron, I, while all of this is unfolding, uh, the president hadn't sent uh, the CIA director to Europe in the hopes of reviving these hostage negotiations to get some kind of deal going between Israel and Hamas to simmer things down. Uh, I wonder, do you think the Iranians were trying to blow this up? Uh, they were trying to have an impact on, on this process? What do you think? And, and could, this, um, I mean, could this get worse if we don't see a deal reached?
2: Well, it's definitely going to get worse. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets worse, I suspect. But, I, you know, I, I usually am pretty knowingly negative on these matters. Uh, Bill Burns has a very close relationship with uh, Mossad director David Barnea. The Israelis actually, I think, are under an enormous amount of pressure, rising pressure from the hostage families, growing casualties, the IDFs understanding that uh, they may well have reached the limit of the, in- the most intense kinetic phase, and uh, a pause, two months, uh, which the Israelis could resume um, against the Hamas leadership, uh, would in fact do, do a couple things. It would allow a surge, not a dribble, of humanitarian assistance, which is badly needed in the Gaza. It would free the 100-plus hostages that remain, uh, and the return of the 20 or 30 that the Israelis believe uh, are no longer living, either killed on October 7, their bodies taken to Gaza to trade for Palestinian prisoners, or died in captivity, I think it would offer some respite, um, uh, badly needed. Um, will what's happening in, um, in, uh, with respect to this attack in Tanf derail that? I don't think so. I think if Hamas and the Israelis all, both want to pause, uh, then the U.S. is, is p- well positioned, I think, right now to try to deliver one. But remember, Middle East negotiations only have two speeds, Jim, is slow and slower. So this, this yeah. may take some time.
0: All right, Colonel Layden, Aaron David Miller, thanks so much to both of you. Really appreciate the uh, insights on an important night. A lot of uh, critical things happening, I think, in the next uh, couple of days ahead. We'll stay on top of it. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much.